All right, Danny boy, I'm let's gonna, have it. I'm going to take you back to my childhood, a sad childhood. Mm. I was about 16, 17. Mm. I used to love going down to the beach. Could never, ever pick up a girl. I was mm. hopeless. And so... Can um, you move the camera from out the front of your face? Oh, sorry. That's better. There we go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm actually shooting in VHS cam. So Bull! Yeah. So, Does that mean I should be shooting no, in no, some no. sort of VHS no, that's cam? Right. That's right, because we'll show the difference between then and now. Okay, so go. Oh, wicked. Yeah. Cool. I like it. So... I went to my, my dad. This video will be on the Facebook page. Yeah, I went to my dad and I said, hey, dad, I'm having real trouble picking up women at the beach. And he goes, well, I'll, t I'll give you my little tip. Let's have a look at your bathing outfit. So he had a look at my bathing outfit. I had just the, the loose boardies on. He goes, mate, that's your first problem. Go down to the shops, buy a pair of Speedos, two sizes too small. Then put them on and shove a potato down your pants. <laughs> They'll come running. I used to do it when I was a kid. As a, as a young lad, it worked every time. I said, oh, that's how I met your mum. Oh, that's fantastic, dad. So I went down to the local surf shop, you know, bought a yeah. pair of Speedos, two sizes too small, came in, put the potato down, went to the beach. They all ran the other way. Ran up, all these girls ran away, right? Okay. So I went home back to dad and I said, dad, you rubbish, you want a rubbish idea, it didn't work. He goes, what do you mean? I said, well, I did it. I put the potato in the pants, went down to the beach. They all ran the other way. Dad goes, you idiot, you meant to put it down the front of your pants, not the back. <laughs> An oldie, but a goldie. Ripper, mate, ripper. Attack commences in 60 seconds. Welcome to the Game On AUS podcast, episode 99. Oh, bloody feeling, bloody fine, Pete. Oh, my God. Daddy, can you believe it? Far out. This one is finally here. The century is around the corner. Hey. Yes. Todd Blops 4 this week. Yes. Black Ops 4. We're going to have a quick chat about it because it could be the one that brings Cod back from the dead, quite literally. Uh, got a little announcement about PAX. Also, EB Games announced Afterpay is yes. coming. But is it a good thing or is it a bad thing? Jury's out. Indeed. Jury's That's why out. we're going to catch up with Joe Munro, the savvy shopaholic. You can find that at the .com.au She's going to give us an in-depth interview and breaks down Afterpay and why it can be good, but why it can also be bad. Dan, first in gaming, we'll cover that as well. Let's get stuck into this. Yes! One, two, one, two, three. Game on! Game on! It's gaming time! Excellent! Game on! Woo! Game on! It's gaming time! Excellent! Welcome. Welcome to episode 99. My name is Pete. My name is Dan the Internet. And this, for the next hour, is where you will hear us bang on about games because we bloody love gaming, Dan. Peter, what else do we bloody love? Bloody gaming! Bloody gaming! It's oh. the best. A big thank you to all of our mates, sandryhug.com, PLE Computers, our tech sponsor, the great community who supports and love this podcast. And Dan, can I just read you something, sir? You please. Before we get into the top three bits, please, uh, kind, sir. gamers need to hear this week and yada, yada, yada. <laughs> this from a, a, uh, a new community member by the name of Eddie Mayfield. Like him already. Hey, guys. I found this podcast through Podcast One about four months ago. Mm. I listened to your pilot episode. Sorry about that. To see what it was all about. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> and fell in love in the first 30 seconds. What? Like you guys, I'm a dad of two girls aged five and three and just bloody love gaming. Yes. So your content is very relatable to my situation. <laughs> I've listened to every single episode you've pumped out in order so I didn't miss anything oh, and loved every second of it. I have just finished listening to your latest episode and decided to send you this message telling you how awesome you two oh, are and keep up the that. fantastic work. Although I am a bit upset now because I can't binge your content anymore and have to wait a week for each new episode. <laughs> Lol. By the way, I'm on PS4 with the gamer tag, which you dropped there, and I also play Switch. One more thing. Fallout 4 is the greatest game to have ever come oh. out of Bethesda Studios. Winky emoji. Yeah. And I cannot wait until Fallout 76. Looking forward to more content. Love you guys. Game on! Game on! Eddie, you dead set legend. Oh, mate, that is fantastic. What an absolute legend. Doesn't uh, that make it all worthwhile? It all really that, does. All that bullshit we come up with every week. It really does, Dan. <laughs> I can't agree more. I cannot agree more, mate. So that's bloody wicked. Awesome. Hey, uh, we're going to get into the top three news in just a moment, but I want to throw this out there. <clears throat> um, we have a major announcement. A major, major. Announcement. announcement. A major, major. <laughs> announcement. I'm only laughing because I know what you're, I know what you're getting at. But we're not going to tell you until no, the not. end of the podcast. Oh no! Yes, where it will All be right. a major yes announcement then. Indeed, indeedly doodles. <laughs> All right, let's get stuck you into said, this. Said doodles. That said doodles. <laughs> Top three things that gamers need to hear this week: COD Black Ops Four is out in all its glory. Well, by the time this podcast goes live. Yeah. And, um, we were just talking before we started this little, uh, segment today, but we, um, I actually think it's a pretty crucial release in the history of COD because the gaming landscape has changed Mm. quite significantly since Mm. the last COD, in my opinion. It has indeed. Now, what do you make of that, Dan? Talk us through that. Well, I think, I think simply the fact that, um, number one, the biggest game for the last year was free. Yeah, very good point. That's yeah. changed a whole, you know. So you're talking about, um, obviously, Battle Royale, Fortnite. Correct. Yes. Um, I don't think that'll stop. Like, I, I'm, I think most gamers will pay the money for a game if it's worthy mm-hmm. or it's in their interest. So, for mm-hmm. example, Red Dead Redemption, no problems. Well, I want to see a horse's testicles grow and shrink Correct. with the weather. Same with COD. Now, I'm see, I've got a feeling you're a COD guy. From way back, right? I am. Uh, Modern Warfare 2. Now, okay. I'm not. Th- there are there are people listening to this podcast who are COD players way before I was. Yes. Um, but Modern Warfare 2 was where I first got into the series. It started out just a, a, a fabled night at my cousin's well, that, house. He said, is... man, you got to come and have a look at this. I'm playing some online games with my mates. And I was hooked from there. Mate, well, that game deserves everything and more when it comes to that kind of... Yeah, um, agreed. It was a game changer. <laughs> <laughs> Pun intended. Boom. Um... So, and I'm a bit the same. I, I started at Modern Warfare 2. I, I didn't play any of the previous ones and I switched in and out. I bought the first Black Ops when it came out. I didn't like it as much as Modern Warfare 2. And yeah. Then... And you know what? That's an interesting point that you make, right? Because the first Blackout Ops, I, I enjoyed it, but I had the same feeling. And I, I think at that stage, everybody, including myself and probably you, yeah. was Making an unfair assumption of comparing the two. Correct. Where years 100%. down the track, you look at the, the two series as two completely yeah. separate yes. Call of Duties now. Correct. Yeah. Correct. So, um, and I think people, I don't know, like I, I, I get that this is just my gut, my <laughs> feeling reading the play. I get the feeling that people got a bit sick of that series and, and, and it probably needed a bit of a break and whatever else. And 
I might be wrong. Are you talking about the Treyarch version, the the blops? Yeah, Black I, Ops. Yeah, and I, but also the genre of you know multiplayer first person shooter, all ins. I think Battle Royale is is probably the secret to Fortnite's success. Obviously, that's a, that's a mm. no brainer because that's all it is really. But that concept of the game has obviously spawned all these copycats, or yep. you know, that and PUBG. I guess. And Black Ops Four is one of those. It mm. is one of those that has come out and said. Uh, yes, we're going to have a, a, battle. a battle royale. Yes, and it's called Blackout. And yes, they they are having it. And f- um, correct me if I'm wrong, but is this the first commercial game that's that's? Um, you mean like major AAA title yeah, that that's has taken been around on the, for a while? Introduced a battle royale. Uh, I might be wrong, and I, again, I, it's probably people screaming at the speakers, going, "You idiot!" Well, really, I mean, you call yourself a gaming expert. H1Z1 was up there first. I mean, that's where PUBG essentially yeah, came yeah. from. And I, I imagine there are, but in but, terms of that, and H1Z1 was up there. I mean, you'd, you'd, there's arguments for it to be a triple A, but, but it never had the hype. It never had the hype of a, of a Royals, Call of that's Duty. What, that's what I'm getting at. Uh, like, this. yeah, it's in terms of world stage, broad audience, yep. you know, Call of Duty is probably, yes, your, your first one. Yep. Yeah. And I wonder whether, you know, it'd be really interesting to get, you know, all, particularly the kids that, you know, 10, 12, 14, 16 year olds have played play Fortnite mm. to within an inch of his life. To get him to play an old school game like Mortal Warfare 2 that, that you and I loved, yeah. and probably a lot of the people listening to this love too. Because um, I wonder how much of Fortnite's success comes down to it being Battle Royale or it being Fortnite. I don't know. Or PUBG too, I guess. Because well, it's, it's such a unique game um, concept. The Battle Royale. Yes. Yeah, well, not look, unique. I, you know what I mean. I, I know what you mean. Like, a, the, you know what? I think they they hit the right market with the right content at the right, at the right time. time yeah. Right, because PUBG was there before. Mm. You know, like Fortnite Battle Royale came about because of the success of yes. PUBG. They thought yeah. we could do this. Yeah. But they did it better. It was smoother. It was cleaner. It was crisper. It was more uh, in tune with the millennials coming through, getting into that content. Um, you know, so it took off a lot quicker. You make a very good point about that too, about the in tune bit. Because, um, you know, we, we, we've talked about before about how PUBG was a bit more adult and a bit, you know, there's a bit more. Blah. And it was also, but it was also, you know, I mean, f- I have nightmares about um, dropping out of the plane over the top of a PUBG map and getting down and hitting the ground and nothing around me renders. Like, it, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, or, you know, running into a building only to find a yellow jacket Chinese player standing there holding a shotgun yeah. where he aims three meters to my left and still kills me. Yeah. Like that sort of stuff, yeah. you know, yeah. like, yeah, like PUBG had an opportunity and they missed it. Yeah. I, yeah. I 100%. Whereas Fortnite got it right, you know, and obviously Absolutely that's right. the proof is in the pudding. That, that game is now bigger than, I, th- I don't remember a game being this big. Bigger than Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> you be careful, my friend. I will be careful. Sorry. <laughs> Um, well, you know what? In a lot of ways, you know, in gaming, the gaming Jesus, yes. Yeah. Um, what is the gaming Jesus? The gaming Jesus. Would it oh, be? Oh, jeez. That is a very good a question. Bloody, we have to say That's that. a bloody good yeah, we'll question. That. What is the gaming Jesus? It, is it a person? Is it a game? Is it a character? It'd be a game. Is it, it a, de- to, it is it a developer? Rare, I would say. Rare? I would argue that Rare, I mean, if we put, Rare would be like the Old Testament. Uh, if we're. <laughs> If we're if we're going down this line, because uh, you know what we can't talk we can, about. This no, yet. we, we have to say we're, we're banking we'll, it. I'll bank that. Maybe it's a big. It's a it's a Facebook community big question. That's a very yeah good question, Dan. You know you you threw out there. Is this the one that that the main AAA title that kills uh, Fortnite? Right, like well, no, yeah, it, or or at not least kills it. I mean, takes away some of the attention from okay. Fortnite. 
Now, the beta went live. I, I can answer this, right? Mm. The beta went live uh, in September. Mm-hmm. And me and a lot of the other Goa Discord boys jumped on. We played a lot of it. Mm-hmm. A lot of us spent a lot of time playing zombies. A lot of us are Black Ops fans, um, so on and so forth. For me, the Call of Duty outside of Black Ops, the one that alternated every other year, Advanced Warfare, so on and so forth, gave me the shits a lot, right? That's the one that I feel like it tried to do too much, tried to be too much. Yeah, I always really enjoyed the Black Ops Treyarch series, mm. right? However, I really enjoyed it for the zombies mode, okay? Yes. Now, because there were Easter eggs, there was a story to follow, there was a great co-op campaign, the DLC packs that came out mm. added to it, all that sort of stuff. Mm. Now, I played the Blackout Battle Royale when it came out. Mm. And I am very confident that it might not uh, take too much away from Fortnite. And I don't think it will certainly kill Fortnite, but I'll tell you which one it will kill. It will kill PUBG. I will tell you now that that game will kill PUBG. It is all the things that are great about Treyarch's version of the Black Ops series. Um, It is a great, Battle Royale, it moves very, very quickly. Mm. Um, it felt very smooth in beta, yep. right? Which is a very strong thing. But the one thing that I genuinely loved is that they thought outside the box, right? Mm. The, 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 Treyarch, uh, the Treyarch Blackout Battle Royale map is a combination of a whole heap of previous maps. Oh, awesome. Right? Brilliant. But not just multiplayer maps. Okay, that make you go, oh, this is great nostalgia. I remember running around here in Modern Warfare. But also the zombies maps, right? right. Okay. And it also spawns zombies into these particular maps. Oh, does it? There's also mini bosses running around, zombies mini bosses running around while you're actually running around trying to win a battle royale. Oh, my God. Right? To top that off, the box from the zombies, okay, from the the games that we've played previously is there. You can roll things from the box. Um, You can get some of the special weapons, like I saw a guy running around with a ray gun. Uh, But it it manages to balance all of this new creative stuff with what makes the Battle Royale concept good, and that is fast-paced play. Yeah. You know? Um, You can fly helicopters. Yeah, okay. Yeah, right. Uh, Wow, okay. And you make a good point too. So where I think it could dent Fortnite, as a as I'm talking personally here, is is the one place I reckon Fortnite have missed the, their opportunity out of the very few they have because they've been all over everything. Mm. But I still think they missed an opportunity in not presenting a mode as an option in the game where you didn't you couldn't build. So you make yeah right okay you make, gotcha you yeah, make yeah. you yep. make health and shield last twice as long mm-hmm. in a in a fight firefight yep. So it takes, it takes essentially twice as long to kill someone, but there's no building. So there's more of that golden eye, you know, to, and that's more to a piece old farts like me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That can't, I just cannot get my head around, you know, and this is an admission and I'm going to put this. Is going Go to, on, throw it's it It's a highlight of the, uh, <coughs> of the pod, uh, the game on Australia podcast series. Mm. I thought that's the first game in my gaming career, for lack of a better word, mm. that I've actually felt like, am I getting past gaming? Because I just can't, I can't build. The way the kid, yep. the kids can, the and you've kids. been playing it. I mean, they the they say the average person, if they're playing something consistently, picks it up in twenty one days, right? Yeah. So you've been playing it a lot longer than that. I am shit out of it. I mean, I'm the same. I, I like, and admittedly, I haven't really given it much of a crack. But I, I, I've tried, and I jump into a game, yep. and like I'm trying to build a ramp. Yep. And this guy's <laughs> building a five star resort yeah. in front of me. <laughs> And I'm just like, what are you doing? Like, how is this even gone? Yeah, 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 that's right. 
and I, I love the, um, I still instinctively, uh, shoot first, build second. And you watch the good Fortnite player games, uh, yep. ga- game players, they build first, shoot second. And that's the difference. And I, I, that's as much, um, the old dog new tricks type, you know, that's, that's my thing. Cause I'm an old guy playing against kids. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I would like the option to have no building. I think yeah, that'd yeah. be good. Yeah. Personally. Well, I think this game would be for you. I think, yeah, I, I think this 100%. game is spot on because 100%. it, pl- it gives, it gives me everything that I want out of a battle Royale without the building element. Yeah. Um, and it just, it just, it, to me, again, I come back to the fact that I, I think it won't, it, it won't dent Fortnite too much. It'll take a few out of it. No. But it'll kill PUBG. I'm very confident oh, that PUBG's done. Yeah. And uh, uh, this is relevant to when the podcast comes out, but I think by Sunday, it will still be on sale at Big W for 64 bucks. The, the game. Black Ops 4. Yeah. yeah Which awesome. I think is a bloody bargain. Well, I mean, you think you pay 30 odd dollars for just your standard Blackout, uh, your standard Battle Royale PUBG, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and it's not a very well polished game. No. Whereas this one's giving you the zombies mode, um, your multiplayer modes. Your it's got a single player campaign, is that right? Yeah, no you single know. player campaign. Campaign. But can I just say, hmm. right, that <clears throat> I have I since about Black Ops Two, I reckon, I have never played a Black Ops for the single player. Yeah, campaign. right. Okay. I've played it for the zombies campaigns. Yeah. You know what I mean? And to look at the zombies stuff that's come out. Mm. With this game, mm. I'm thinking to myself, yeah, I've got everything I need here. You know what I mean? So, yeah. yeah. Um, $69 at $67, 69 $64. $64, at right? Big at Big W is uh, is bloody good. Um, you'll obviously be able to price match and afterpay that at EB Games. Yes. Uh, we're going to catch up, as a gentle reminder, with um, Joe, the savvy shopaholic, about the pitfalls of afterpay. Mm as the third bit of top three things that games need to hear this That's week. That's right. So hang around for that. But, uh, mate, I I spent $129 pre-ordering Black Ops, which gave me access to the beta oh, and okay. also all of this, the season pass stuff, yep, yep, uh, yep. so on and so forth. So yeah. so you've, you've pretty much already got it? Yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, 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 admittedly, I got it when it first appeared as a pre-order, so I paid and, too much. But f- Forgive me, Edwin, so I never do this. Yeah. So what happens? You'll get a code... When it get officially no, released. so the way the way that it's actually released is through Battle.net. So oh, right. it's like a it, you've probably never seen talk, a Battle.net. Are, you, are we talking PC or are you talking? We're talking PC. Okay, so yeah. I've got it on PC. Okay, so it's on PC. It's coming through Battle.net. Right, right. So it um it appears in the same place that you launched Destiny Two from, World of yep. Warcraft, yep. all that sort of stuff. Yep. Uh, yeah. So that's okay. that's where I'm that's where I'm pulling. Yeah, it from. cool. Um, so there you go. That's it's a bloody interesting chat. It'll be um, interesting times. For sure. Feel free to send us a, a message at Facebook um, or on Twitter or wherever. You Tell guys us your are thoughts. full of shit, boys! Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we usually get that. <laughs> hey, a uh, top bit of news that gamers need yeah, to hear now, this week, this number two. This is exciting. This is a this, bloody this ripper. This bloody exciting. Uh, shout out to our mates at PLE Computers. Big shout out. You legends! You legends! Um, they will be flying yours truly. <laughs> Just yours truly. Yeah, Not me, yeah. but you, yeah, that's this, fine. This guy. This guy. Over to PAX. Uh, which is the 26th, 27th, 28th of October, Yes, to host the PLE Computers booth. Yes. Right, which I've been told is not so much a booth as it is a warehouse. Yes. So uh, I will be at PAX. I am looking forward to catching up with you at PAX. 
As in you, the listener. You, not, the listener. You're not, you're not talking to me there. I'm not talking to you. I won't be there. Uh, you, the listener at PAX. And there's a fair bit going on at PAX as well. So, uh, including the the big three from Bethesda yeah. um, are going to be there as well. So, uh, with any chance, we'll get a chance to actually catch up with those. I'm going to take the microphones over, do a little bit of running around, all that sort of stuff. It's going to be great. And a great opportunity for, because I, um, I know for everyone listening, we're based here in Perth, Western Australia, you and I, when we do, mm. where we do this podcast. Mm-hmm. But we have a lot of people, particularly in the eastern states, who listen... Um, and a great opportunity for them to come and meet you and say good day. It would be great. You're a very approachable, lovely bloke. Thank you, Dan. And you love talking gaming, so you know. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be awesome. Um, so yes, look, it would be great to see you. It would be great to catch up with you. As I mentioned, uh, I, I fly in on the Friday morning, first thing Friday morning. I won't be there on the Friday because I got work, uh, <gasps> our day job. Hey, Triple Bloody M. Work. <laughs> um, but uh, I will be around uh, on the Friday night to do catch ups. The Saturday, oh, Sunday, man. I'll be hosting. Um, the PLE computer space, and then uh, I'm hanging around for the Monday as well. So by all means, please get in touch. Yes. And what we will do, you and I will have a bit of a brainstorm because there'll be a heap of ideas we can do for content for um, online and yeah, absolutely. particularly socials. Yep. So lots of Facebook lives and uh, it'd be great. You know, maybe you could Facebook live with one of the Bethesda guys. and Bethesda. Pe- Bethesda. <laughs> yeah, that, that. <laughs> <laughs> and and people can ask questions and you can answer you can ask an answer and that kind of stuff. You know? That'd be wicked. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I'm just planning on running around in trench coat flashing people. That's, and actually, that's what I'm going to do. Can I lay down a challenge to you right now? <coughs> okay. Merch. I want you to get as much merch as you bloody can. I want you to take the biggest suitcase you can yeah. and pack it as lightly as you can yeah. so you can bring back at least 20 kilos worth of merch. Okay. All right. All right. Challenge accepted. Challenge accepted. <laughs> I'm going to come back know, with a pit boy. No, you. Are. I'm going to come back with a pit boy. I'll come back with a Call of Duty fridge. <laughs> yes. I will come back with. I, yes. I'm going to come back with. I will make it my best effort to bring back Pip Boy, as in the statue from Fallout 76. <laughs> I will bring it. It's probably two and a half meters tall. I'll have to buy an airplane ticket for it. But come on, Qantas. Come on, Qantas. Bring us the cash, mate. <laughs> I'm going to bring it back. <laughs> You go to that special baggage part, you know, like, oh, can I just lock, lock yeah. this up? Like, what? <laughs> That's going to be great. That's great. Hey, uh, top bit of news that gamers need to hear this week. Number three, uh, came out in the wash for gamers just going absolutely nuts this week that EB Games has just announced it will be accepting Afterpay. I know. Now, it's, it's exciting. It is exciting, but it could also be a little dangerous. bit dangerous. <laughs> absolutely. Yes. So we thought we would check in with somebody in the know to break down what Afterpay is and what are some of the pitfalls, but also some of the benefits if you can actually use it properly. And that's why we're catching up with Joe Munro. She is the savvy shopaholic.com.au. Hello, Joe. Hello. Love to talk about shopping. <laughs> <laughs> so do we. When it's in games. When it's in gaming. Yes, oh, yeah. we do. Absolutely. Absolutely. So look, Joe, uh, obviously we, you just mentioned the um, the website is down at the moment because you got hacked. Not only did I get hacked on my website, my Facebook page got hacked as well. So oh they did God. double duty. They're very talented. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, it's happened to me before where I had a website where all the links in my, it was a, I had a, had a band and all the links got changed to porn sites. <laughs> and I was really? like, oh, and, and, I, and I just sent out the newsletter to all our database going, hey, check out this new song, whatever it was. And it's like, oh, God. <laughs> was that, was that Uli Uli? No. Was that, oh, so no, it was it a different song. A different song. Joe, Dan was in a band called Captain Albion. And he released a song years ago called Uli Uli. You've got to YouTube it, okay? It's just, I will. It's Definitely one of the on my list. Now? Uh, <laughs> now, Joe. look, before we get into um, Afterpay, tell us a little bit about yourself. 
Oh, look, I, I, I love shopping. I have for years, but I turn my shopaholicism into um, really taking, making the most of online shopping, but also I started selling online uh, and I wrote a book to teach people how to sell online and make a bit of extra cash to subsidize their shopping habits. Mm. Um, and then uh, Bless Channel 9, they got me on the Today Show to talk about how to save money and make money using their shopping skills. So I get around now and talk to lots of people about how to make the most of their dollar, um, doing the best they can with shopping. And of course, in that, I come across a lot of uh, the best ways to save money, but make money and to stay off the credit cards as much as you can. So yeah. talking about us to pay is great because um, it's got some great things and it's also got a few things you need to watch just in case. All right. Well, look, you know what? Start with the good. Let's talk about the good things. And what is Afterpay for people who have never heard of it before? Look, if you are um, old enough and wise enough, I'm putting myself in that category, to remember the, the good old humble lay-by. Yeah, my, ha- my hand's going like, Me too. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like a digital uh, modern version of the lay-by system. The difference is that you get to pay uh, a payment and take the good time with you then, not wait till you've paid it off. So yep. fundamentally, after pay allows you to purchase uh, whatever goods or services you're after, at the point of purchase, instead of um, you know paying cash or paying with a credit card, you either swipe the Afterpay app that's got a barcode on it, or you go in and you type in your details into a system, and then it will pay the retailer, and you will then pay a quarter of the payment upfront, and then fortnightly will pay the next three payments off until it's paid. So there is no cost to the customer to do that unless they don't pay on time. Right, okay, because that was going to be my next question, right? Like, it, you know, if it's if it's really um, true of that original sort of lay-by where you would, you'd go in and buy it, and then if it was 100 bucks, all you would end up paying if you managed to pay it off right and in the amount of time allocated is $100. And sometimes with lay-by, you'd pay an admin fee. Right. Okay. Some of them, you know, some of the department stores would make you pay $2 or $5 or something as an admin fee, but pretty much that's it. There was no additional credit card cost or anything like that. Yeah. So this has been a really disruptive play to the retail market because before you had to pay things off or you maxed out your credit card and, um, and then paid a lot of interest on top of it if you didn't make your payments on time. Now you can basically not make additional payments if you're good at paying the payments uh, before payments on time. Yeah. Right. So can anybody use it at all? Do they have like a a vetting process where you, I don't know, you, I don't know, they put you through the ringer sort of thing to register or is it simply just, you know what, I'm me, I have money, but just not enough money this very day. I can walk in, grab a game off the shelf, pay my afterpay and, and go from there. Look, they, they're not a credit card provider, so they're not a credit provider. Therefore, they don't have to abide by those credit rules. So they actually take on the risk, if you like. Um, so they will pay the uh, retailer outright, and then they take on the payments with the, the customer. Yep. So you do fill out a form, but they don't give you a traditional credit check. They're not obliged to because they're not uh, falling into that bucket of rules. So... Um, Really, that's why it's growing so much. So for people who maybe couldn't necessarily apply for a credit card or uh, credit, 
they still, I mean, they still do some checking, but it's not the traditional um, one that we're used to that shows up on your credit statement, that sort of right. thing. Now, this is the thing that gets me, okay, because with lay-by or the old school lay-by you were talking about before, if you went and you bought yourself something worth $100 and then it was lay-by for four instalments of $25, you wouldn't get that product until you actually fully paid it off. Whereas with this, as you've mentioned, you walk in, you sign up for Afterpay, you pay the $25 and then sign up to the payment plan, but you walk out with the product. So if there's no tracking or anything, what's to stop you from just going, all right, well, I'm just going to keep this and not pay the other $75 and I'll be done with you? But what happens is you've signed up to an app or to a form which gives some details about yourself. So obviously there's a, a way of tracking you and, and that's verified and they've got some verification that they do, but as I said, not a traditional credit check. Um, if you miss the next payment, you get a fee of $10. Wow. And if you don't pay the next payment plus the fee within seven days, you get an additional fee of seven dollars so that's seventeen dollars per payment which is just under seventy dollars per um transaction if you like that you've done with the retailer so if people are going if people think that they are going to um buy lots of little different things and they don't have the money or they may not better to buy your things all in one place for one big amount so you get one transaction fee rather than lots of little ones because seventy dollars adds up really fast if you miss five payments Oh, gotcha. Yeah. So it's not relative to your, your spend. So no, you, you could spend 600 spend. bucks and still get that That's $17 right. fee. Right, okay. Or you could spend oh. 50 bucks and still get that $17 yeah. fee times or four payments. 10 lots of $50 and run into a tough, fortnight and be in trouble so um so that's the thing to watch out for however it is growing like mad especially with the millennials this is something that the millennials have really grasped onto this sort of digital disruption um because they don't like using credit but they do love to spend Mm. um and i've got to say um this is a new idea about taking the item home with you however for those people who are good shoppers um, they and they shop uh, have been shopping on pl- places like TVSN, the Television Shopping Network. Um, TVSN Channel have always had a part payment system where you could pay the first payment with your credit card, but they would send you the item straight away and then take subsequent. Sometimes they would go up to six payments monthly. So it isn't brand spanking new, but they've really done a nice variation on a good idea. Is there any um, sort of repercussions other than? you know, you could get charged uh, the, the $17 fee. Like, say, for example, if someone's not fussed about the $17 fee, does it hit their credit rating or anything like that? Is there some sort of report in the back end somewhere that does that? Look, I don't believe so, because as I said, they're not a credit reporting uh, agency. I think ultimately they would want to recoup their money. But an interesting thing is on this, they don't make most of their money from dealing with customers. of their profits comes from what they uh, click the ticket with the retailers. Ah, So 20% of their profit is customers who default. And that would be the $10 or $17, you know, Mm -hmm. the $10 for $7, the $17, um, up to $70 or up to $68 per transaction. Uh, 
that 80% is what they charge retail. It's sort of like a referral system, for want of a better term. Yeah. And it's usually around a 4% thing with retailers. So for big guys like Meyer and DJs and the big retailers, it's great for them because they get paid up front for, and they're not carrying the risk mm-hmm. and the management of credit with, uh, you know, on your Meyer card or whatever. Um, so they're happy to, to, you know, give away the 4%, I guess. Uh, and it's a, a low cost for them rather than all the admin that they would have to do. So, look, they started uh, two years ago, I think it was with 150 retailers and 50,000 customers. And now it, they've grown to 2 million customers. And, and I think it's like 50,000 retailers. It's something ridiculous, some amazing amount. And they're now, Afterpay is now expanding overseas. Oh. Wow, unreal. And uh, one other question. Um, if it's a mammoth... Uh, it, is the same amount of time or the same amount of instalments the same regardless of how much you spend? Yes, it's four, four equal payments. So the first, uh, when you're leaving the store, you make your quarter payment, your first one, and then it's fortnightly. So then the next fortnight, you would pay your next quarter payment, which would mean you've paid half of it off, and then the subsequent fortnight and then the one after that. So it's um it's not like it goes forever uh, and uh, it really is just for easy payments, I guess. So if you're going to spend $1,000, you're paying $250 as you walk out of the store. I can really see this working for gamers because, Joe, gamers have this thing where when a new game comes out, you must have it. And it's, yeah. not, it's not about this saving up, you know, let's say it costs 60 bucks and you're on a part-time job and you've got to put together, you know, aside 15 bucks a week until you get to it's It comes out, you must have it. So this is yeah exciting, but there's obviously pitfalls as well. Hey, come on, I've been a gamer. It's been a while, but Have I used to love Tex Murphy. Yes! Tex Murphy? <laughs> yes! Tex Murphy. <laughs> now, look, you'll have to excuse me because I, I mean, I've never heard of that. What's Tex Murphy? <laughs> so, so the people who are a little bit more mature amongst us, <laughs> that would be me. Yeah. Uh, Tex Murphy was a game around in the early days and had a little bit of video in it with some famous actors that were – it was – um he was a, a – Space detective, and you would go and, and search rooms for clues about who did the murder, and there were aliens and all sorts of good things. So, oh God, um, I remember really this. In I, it. I remember this. It was like uh, early 90s, right? Like, it was really early, yeah, early yeah, back in the yeah, day. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is. Had, I think you had to have like 16 meg of RAM to be able to play it. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Oh, wow. Well, Joe, look, you've won our hearts. You really have. <laughs> yes. What a legend. We really appreciate your time. Joe Munro is the savvy shopaholic. You can check that out at the .com.au. Thank you so much for joining us on the Game on Australia podcast. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Happy shopping, everyone. Mate, what a legend. You know, uh, straight to the Hall of Game there. What I dislike about gaming as a genre, mm. for lack of a better word, mm. is that there's this assumption that women and girls don't game. And I love hearing... Now, obviously, Joe doesn't game much anymore, but she has gamed. And that's yeah. that's what I love to hear, right? Because I remember that game. I, don't, yeah. I never played it, but I remember that game being, you know, fairly cheesy and whatever else. But she loved it, you know? It's like we've got a couple of girls here at the office where we work who talk about their days playing Super Mario Kart and, you know, that kind of stuff back in the day. And it's really great to hear because there is a universal appeal to gaming. Yeah, I agree. That, you know, for some reason, a lot of, I think, this is generalization, but I think a lot of females don't go on to game the way a lot of guys do. Um, I don't know why. I think you'd be surprised. I think, oh, be well, a, yeah. well, I if, think if Twitch has shown me anything. Well, maybe in the old, I'm 45 years old, so maybe sort of people, oh, you're so people my age, maybe, you know, a bit more, less inclined to game. Yep. But, um, it really, I love hearing that because it just makes, 
I mean, she's lovely anyway, but I immediately liked her even more. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I know. <laughs> You're a gamer. I know what yes! you mean. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I completely know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden, she goes from chicken treat to KFC. Like, she's, it's gold. Um, now, now um, I wanted to talk about, so Afterpay is essentially a first in gaming. And, and it got me thinking, I had something happen to me the other day that was a first in my gaming career, a, a gaming career that stretches over 30 years. Mm. I'm going to paint the picture. Okay. So I was playing, uh, I had my usual sort of once, twice a week session with Ronald P. Corbett, my online gaming buddy, uh, playing some Fortnite. And he, I switched on at 7.30. He goes, hey, Dan, um, my boys are going to join us. I went, oh, we only ever generally play him and I. And As in his sons? He's, he's got twin boys, okay. Sam and Toby. Yep. Now, Sam and Toby, or Beat Rotter and uh, Flapping Turtle. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Yes. They both jumped on, one on a tablet, one on a computer. Okay. All playing Fortnite. Yeah. So it was the first time in my gaming career I'd done cross-platform gaming. I'd never done it before because, you know, well, this is the first game I can think of that's actually enabled that. So you're on Xbox, they're Ronnie's, on PC. No, Ronnie's on Xbox. One's on a tablet, uh. on a phone, I think, uh. and one's on a computer. Oh, with Fortnite. Yeah. Yeah. And that was bloody cool. Yeah. Now, you know, I just say, what was it? Because far out, you're at a disadvantage if you're the one on the tablet, aren't you? Well, well, you'd think so, but those two kids, bloody hell. Can play. Can play. Can play. Can, and they're teaching me. Ronnie's only young. Bloody kids! Ronnie's only a year or two younger than me. So him and I sit like dinosaurs. Like So you you four were playing squads together? Squads. Squads. And awesome. It was awesome. Did they like, carry you and him? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No yeah. doubt. Now, what I loved about it is that, and I said to Ronnie, this is a really important moment because, you know, it'd be like, imagine we're all fishing. And Ronnie and I have actually fished together quite a bit too, right? We, we used to go out quite a lot trying to catch dewfish, that beautiful pearl wow. of the sea that it is. D-H-U, guys. D-H-U. Yeah, yeah, D-H-U. That's for, right. It's a West Australian uh, uh, delicacy. Gorgeous. Now, he's since sold his boat, so we won't probably ever get this chance. But it would be, you know, imagine the romance of taking your two sons out and one of your mates out to catch your first dewfish. Mm-hmm. I mean... Fantastic, right? Yeah. And this is sort of our Jewfish moment on in a in a gaming sense. This yep. was the first time. Now I've played a bit of Fortnite with Ronnie with the two boys in the background coaching him mm-hmm. and, and I could hear today. But we actually all now actually I have got a sites now. We we weren't gonna do a sites, but I've got Ooh, one. So, got so lock that in after this. Oh, okay, okay. Okay. Yeah. So um and it's not something anyone is I think it's such a loaded question you can't really think about an answer. I, I don't know if you could come up with your last gaming first, but I want to put on Facebook. What was your last gaming first? Is it, you know, playing a racing game with a steering wheel at home? You know, like, is it, um, uh, you know, I mean, it's a tough question. Well, I've got, I've got one. Have you? Yeah, yeah. Well, it was, um, my last gaming first. I mean, it was only recent, but, uh, it was, it was playing on a PC for the first time. Oh, of course. Yes. Yeah. That's the kind of thing. Like like proper games though. Like, you know, sure. Like we, we all grew up with Minecraft and solitaire and. Oh, no, no. We're talking like, but I'm talking like, you know, seeing those communities from far away when you'd hear about them having old school lands where they'd play Counter-Strike together and stuff like, like I never did any of that. And like that. And you know what? (sighs) Far out. Like it's, it's blown my mind and opened me up to a completely different world. But sure, man, I've got, yeah, well, that's, that's, that's a my, great example. That's a gaming first from recent memory. Now there's bad examples too, like using YouTube to find out how to beat a, 
beat a boss level, you know, boss level yeah, in a game. Terrible. And terrible. that's, well, that's, that's can be done. You know, that's a gaming first. Mm -hmm. So we'll put it out there. I mean, it's a, it's a very loaded question. Maybe we'll get to it. Maybe not even next week because next week's a big one. Maybe oh, the week after. Next week is a big one. A big yes. one. A major the big one, announcement. Major. At the end of this podcast, um, but yeah. So, but it really was a nice moment. I just wanted to bring it up because I know people listening are all gamers and get it. Get the magic that was that moment of two 12-year-old kids carrying two 45-year-old <laughs> dinosaurs <laughs> through a game of Fortnite where um, we did all right. We got a couple of games where we made top five, yep, yep. Um, mainly due to them. Is that the best you've done? I've never won a game of Fortnite. I've come second. Yeah. Um, You've come second, yeah, in a solo. Really? Yeah, and I stuffed up, and I, you know, again, another topic is when could you kick yourself? Yeah, yeah. I What'd was, you do? Because oh, no. I've got one of I mean, these. I, as well. I, I, I Come gonna, on, I'm let's the, hear it. Let's hear the picture. It. it was three left, and, and the circle had gotten small, and I couldn't see him. And then I hear this shooting, and I went, and I, they were both building. Yep. This. Um, so you're watching the twin towers go up to into go the up, sky. and they're firing each other, and I and I I should have waited. Until they had finished their firefight oh. and one was healthy and starting to, you know, because I had a grenade launcher, a gold grenade launcher. What, no. do, I, what do I do? I run in, Leroy, a chickens, banging away, right? <laughs> one, one guy dies. The other one just falls down. Boom. And I'm oh, just, <laughs> man. No. What an idiot. What a loser. Oh, my God. Oh. Mine was PUBG. Yes. Yeah. And I was playing as solos. I was streaming it at the time as well. Oh, God. And uh, we were down to the last 30, mm -hmm. right? And there were, you know, the circle was like maybe the last uh, last four circles or something. Yeah. Anyway, I'm driving this this Datsun, this Datto. <laughs> yes. And I've come down this cliff. I've gone to swerve left, lost control of the car. It's flipped and landed upside down, but it hasn't ejected me from the car. Oh. The game has glitched, right? Oh, so I'm sitting in this car upside down. No one knows you're there. No one knows yes. I'm there, right? And yeah. it just so happens that I've managed to flip this car <laughs> into where the last circle's going to be. That's so great. So I'm sitting there. Yeah. Mayhem is just going on around me. Yeah. Right? The circles are getting smaller. I've gone... Jeez, I might be in on this. <laughs> Everybody's coming in with their cars, all that sort of stuff. Bang, firing at each other, all that sort of stuff. And then knocking each other out. At this point, I haven't even got a kill, right? I have gotten down in this car to the last three, right? Now, what has ended up happening yeah. is that this car has managed to flip. Sorry, not the last circle, but the second last circle. So I thought to myself, I've got to get out of this car. I was in tall grass. So I've managed to get out. They still haven't noticed me and I've dropped down, right? They've had a crack at each other, kind of like what's happened with you. Yeah, yeah. One's knocked the other one out. Yeah. The other one's now pegging bloody uh, things at me, right? Grenades and stuff, trying to get me. Doesn't know where I am. Doesn't know where I am. I've got a <laughs> sniper rifle and an AK on me, right? So everything's perfect. Anyway... This guy's hiding behind this car. Yeah. I stand up and I'm crouching in the long grass. And every now and again, up pot shot, up pot shot. Managed to hit him a couple of times, but not knock him out. Yeah, yeah. Right? He jumps in. Now, this is stupid me because I saw him going for it. He jumps in the car and I should have at that point run after him or thrown grenades or something, but I didn't. He's got in this car and I've stood up like a bloody idiot and just gone, well, why don't you come and get me? Right, and he's come with this car, and I thought to myself, I'll be a smart ass here, and I could knock him out as he was coming. Can't shoot for shit. Can't <laughs> aim at this guy while he's in. He must have had a level three helmet. All he did was run over me with a car and uh, won the game. 
And I was, I was just bloody. I, no, it's, uh, it's those times in gaming where you get an opportunity and you think, don't stuff it up. Don't yeah, stuff yeah, it up. Don't ah, stuff shit, it. I stuffed it up. And my heart was beating a hundred miles oh, an hour. Oh man, that's how good. You know what I blame though for that one? What? It sounds to me that's a big lag, lag issue. That was a lag issue, man. Ping. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, Dan, I'm really interested to hear this now. Well, I've got you in my sights. Right. I haven't done this for a little while. If you haven't heard it in uh, any of the previous podcasts, it's where we open up on something. Now, I speak about the romance of cross-platform play when yes. it comes to Fortnite and yep. the fact that we're playing on three different devices, Xbox, PC, and a tablet. Oh, I think I know where this is going. However, mm. however, mm. when my game, particularly my version of Fortnite in this experience, ticks down to the point where... I, I, the button uh, press on my controller is one second ahead of the actual action. So for example, I've got the pickaxe, no, I've got the gun, sorry. And I switched to the pickaxe yeah. to start mining, mm. but the, the game's so far behind the, the gun actually shoots and alerts. Uh... So I'm talking serious lag because of someone's. with this NBN copper technology that forced me to slow down in cross-platform gaming. I mean, it's 2018 and this thing was meant to future-proof the future and the connectivity of Australia, yet I can't play cross-platform. Far out, it's not hard. Yeah, get him. The future is now. The future is now, no, Malcolm. No, it's not. It's 20 it's, years away. Well, Malcolm, it's not you anymore, my friend, because you're no longer Prime Minister. Jesus because Jesus I think God. I think his whole party were probably gamers. Probably. And they probably shot him down and, you know, in the back rooms and said, you know what? This guy's stuffed up. Skymo! Our Australian internet connection, mm. honestly, it was so bad. And I, I the, the romance of playing the four-player co-op um, with his sons, you know, cross-platform overrode the fact that my game, which is shit anyway, got worse because of this lag. It was so bad. And like I said, the amount of times I had a gun and pressed Y to switch to pickaxe and, you know, instinctively hold the trigger down to, to mine and then <laughs> hear a gunshot. It's like, oh yeah. shit, sorry guys. And, and they kept telling me off. I'm like, oh, it's not me, it's the lag. And that's the thing too. It's such a, lag's a bit like Boy Who Cried Wolf. You know, you genuinely get lag and you tell a gamer who's got, you've got lag and they go, yeah, bullshit. Yeah, bullshit. Mate. Yeah, you're yeah, just yeah. a shit player. Yeah. No, I'm serious. It was no, lag. no, we got lag. No, yeah, bullshit. Mate. Yeah. So it's really disconcerting. And I wonder if, I'd love to know if anyone else has got that same issue with cross-platform. I haven't played enough to know. For, mm. for, you know. But then when the kids went to bed, which they did, and Ronnie and I were just doing it by ourselves, instantly went back to... Fine. So, so yeah. you're talking about Ronnie's kids? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Playing on the so, different kind, like, uh, things and... Yeah, yeah. Again... Yeah. We always half our Malcolms, awesome, half that Mal, half our uh, sites are about bloody um Mal Malcolm bloody Turnbull and that NBN diabolical Unco that we've got. However, I felt that was right to have a site segment, so there you go. Yeah, I feel much better. Good one, Dan. Bloody. I good even one. threw my pens. Yeah, he threw. You I did, did throw your pen. You want a hug? <laughs> no, I'm okay. Oh, okay. I feel good now. That's good. I feel I'm purged. Glad I'm glad you feel good now. Thanks, bro. Tell you what, mate. Is that it? I think that's bloody it. I think we're going to knock it on the head there. Yes. Uh, look at this. I got some outro music. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got oh outro music. Oh, my God. Look at you go, yeah, mate. Look at you go, you bloody legend. Bloody yeah, legend. Recognize this particular sort of outro music. One of the great, great maps from Super Mario Kart. And we're talking about the best one of all 64. 
Oh, Super no, Mario no it's not. No, it's not the Bullshit. best of all time. Which one's the best one of all time? Oh, mate, Warrior Stadium for a start. No, get stuffed. Rainbow Row can go... First, I was... Actually, first, hang on. I was talking about the particular game. Oh, right? okay. So N64's the best yes, version yeah, always correct. will be. I know you... I know that's what I surprised me. But no, Warrior Stadium's not the best. Rainbow Road is oh. the best map. I you just like Wario Stadium so you could jump the oh, fence and I cheated. Did. Shit. I never cheated. My ass. <laughs> Odd job. Lagged. Odd job. Odd job. Uh, what an absolute pleasure it's been. Thank you so much for joining us on the Game in Australia podcast, episode 99. <gasps> oh, the major announcement. Shit. Almost yeah, forgot. That's perfect. I almost forgot. That was a perfect stop too, by the way. Let's go. Thank you very much. What's the major announcement, Pete? The major announcement. Is it major? I feel like it needs something like this. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. Now we're talking. Oh, that is so good. Well played, sir. You're welcome. The major announcement. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Tell your mum and dad. If you own an Xbox, tell your mates who have a PlayStation. (laughs) Tell your mates who have a Nintendo Switch. Just tell them as long as they're a gamer. Yeah. Because every gamer in Australia is going to want to listen to episode 100. Yes. Dan. Yes, Pete. It is my pleasure to announce on this very podcast that the one... The only Major Nelson will be our special guest for episode 100. Major Bloody Nelson! Nelson! Yes! What a legend. The man, the myth himself. So good. We have to come in at one o'clock in the morning (laughs) next week. To record it, but we will bloody do it. We'll bloody do it because you know we don't, we bloody love uh, talking to people at one in the morning. If they're Major Nelson, absolutely we do. Xboxes Major Nelson. Tell everybody we'll be on episode oh, one hundred so of the Game On Australia podcast. So good. Back to this. <laughs> Let's finish it up. Beautiful segue. Thank you so much, uh, and we thank everybody at Xbox who has lent a hand. Uh, Sophie, Jim, Dan, you all know who you are. Uh, to getting this one across the line, and of course, thank the man, Major Nelson. It's going to be amazing. For saying yes, accepting our invitation. We really appreciate it. It's going to be a huge episode. For those of you listening at andrewhogue.com, thank you. Lovely to have your ears. Uh, don't forget, podcast1.com.au, Apple Podcasts, Android, wherever you're catching us, subscribe. Tell us you love us. Give us five stars. We need it. We need it. We need it. We need it. Uh, Qantas and Jetstar, fresh uploads there for your flights oh, you as ripper. well. You ripper. And a whole host of awesome reviews just populating our website, yeah. gameonaus.com. There's one up there for F1 2018 right now. Forza Horizon 4's up there. Uh, Mega Man 11's up there. Thanks to all our contributors. They're doing yeah. an absolutely bang-up job, aren't they? They're doing a bang-up job, Dan. Couldn't agree more. Uh, all right, let's bugger off. Have a great weekend in gaming, and as we always say, Dan, don't forget to save or tune in next week for Major Nelson!